Thanks for subscribing to the ZonCon podcast, the podcast all about Amazon conversations. These are the tips and tricks to become an Amazon millionaire. Here is your host, Andrew Erickson. He is all things Amazon, and so is this podcast. Let's have an Amazon conversation. Hey guys, welcome to the ZonCom podcast. This is your host, Andrew Erickson. I'm also with my lovely wife, Allison. We are here in Tbilisi, Georgia. I think we've talked about Tbilisi a few times. We were here for almost the entire month of May. Tbilisi is really cool. I've already talked about like how much I like it, so I won't go on and on, but my wife, Allison, actually has a cool story about Tbilisi. Should we tell them the one about the language or the one about the fishing? Let's do the fishing one. We'll do the language one okay. on the next episode. On my first day in Tbilisi, I took a run down by the river. And as I was coming back, I decided I was done running. So I started walking and I had my headphones in. I was listening to a book on, you know, on Audible. And then this guy who's pretty old called me over and he tried to talk to me. He didn't speak any English and I don't speak Georgian, of course. You don't? And no, oh my God, Georgian is a really hard language. It's like Russian, but... No, it, it sounds like a mix <laughs> of Russian, Hebrew, and Italian. Yeah, somehow. Strange. But anyways, he called me over and he, I told him I don't speak Georgian. And then he goes, like in Georgian language, I think he asked, where are you from? And I was like, I don't know what you're saying. And finally he goes, USA? And I said, yes, USA, USA. And goes, San Diego, or San Francisco. New York and just basically <laughs> rattling off any of the cities in well big cities in the US and I finally said no no I live in California he goes oh California and I didn't explain to him that I lived in San Diego because I'm not sure if that's a city he would have necessarily known maybe though anyways so he then San Diego's the size of all of Georgia yeah that is true <laughs> well, maybe he might know it then but um, anyways, then he tried to ask me, I think, where I was staying, like what hotel. He kept, you know, doing a little like, where do you sleep? Come like, sleep with me. Yeah. No. Oh, OK. <laughs> it was so not that vibe. But anyways, I said, oh, just down the street, whatever. And then he decided he wanted to do some fishing. So he let me reel some fish in and the fish were the size of like my pinky finger. <laughs> so tiny, tiny fish. So. Anyways, how was it? No, I didn't try it. So to need it. You know. Oh. So to Blissey, you'll see old guys just fishing, and that's like what they do for their, I don't know, just pleasure. They definitely do not eat the fish. They're way too small. But yeah, it was really cool. That's cool. So again, like we talk about all the time, lifestyle is why we do this thing. We do it to have a better life. And one of the things we get to do by doing this Amazon business is get to do fun things like yeah. that. Like bump into the old dude down by the river in Tbilisi, Georgia, and learn how to fish for a few minutes. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, it's nice. It's different than kind of normal travel where you have like just two weeks or like a week in one place. Because like, I, I don't know if I necessarily would have taken a long leisurely run and then walk like by the river in an area where there's really only locals, the area we're staying in, I haven't seen a tourist yet. Obviously, if you go to Old Town Tbilisi, like, yeah, there's definitely tourists there. But yeah, I don't know. The slow traveling kind of allows you to do things like that. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. So what things should we be chatting about today? Ah, chatbots. 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 What's a chatbot? Yeah. 
So chatbots are basically computer programs designed to stimulate conversations with humans over the internet when prompted to do so. Uh, okay. Chatbots are super helpful with customer service and experience, polling, branding, basically everything. I awesome. absolutely love chatbots. I use ManyChat, which I cannot recommend enough, especially when you're starting out. Awesome. Yeah. And chatbots are basically the same thing as email or no? Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> uh, so, you know, by trade, I am a teacher. And so this year I had a sabbatical from my district, travel sabbatical. So I really focused on branding, customer experience and marketing. And so at the beginning of this year abroad, Erickson was telling me, oh, like we need to send out emails, emails to people like, you know, and I wasn't getting a great click through rate or read through rate with emails. Maybe with emails, I was getting 20% open rate if I was lucky. And that had to be a really good email, maybe with a really big, you know, coupon code in it or something like that. But the stats for chatbots are mind blowing, like nuts. A typical chatbot flow or broadcast has at Wait, least... what's a flow and what's a broadcast? Ooh, okay, good question. Okay. We'll, just say like a, we'll just say like a general message. Okay, broad... Sorry, I'm mean, not to interrupt you, but the, the stats, we'll go with the stats and then what just a chatbot thing, right? A chatbot message. Okay, so a broad, I'm gonna start with a broadcast. Okay. So a broadcast is a message that you send to the audience you already have. It's just like sending an email. Yes, you just uh, like but send it's to on Facebook Messenger. So one thing, if we compare this to email, email, you send out a big, massive message mm -hmm. on chatbots. That's also, we could do something like that too, right? What, mm -hmm. what is that called? And what are like the stats when you compare email to chatbots? Okay, so um, chatbot stats are amazing and just literally mind blowing. So a typical email gets about a 20% open rate and that is if you're lucky. So maybe you send out an email with a 80%, 90% coupon code. And obviously that's a high open rate for email, which is still only 20%. But chatbot broadcasts, which a broadcast is a message that you send to your already existing audience. Okay, um, just like just like sending out a message on email. Yes. Okay, got it. Um, but these people need to opt into your chatbot through Facebook Messenger. So okay. this is, you can't just randomly message people on ManyChat. But broadcast is your current customer or audience. And a read-through rate is about 90%. 90%? Like mm -hmm. open and read the message? Yes. Compared to what in email? 20%. 20%. Okay. And the <laughs> click-through rate is about 50%. Now, when 50. I mean click-through wow. rate is they click through the whole entire sequence that you send them. So from beginning all the way till end. Okay. So if you had a thousand people on your list for email, you would mm -hmm. expect like 200 to open your email and what, like 20 or yeah, 50 minimal. to actually click on the thing that you want mm -hmm. them to click on. Mm -hmm. And chatbots with a thousand people, you're expecting 900 of them, at least 900 of them, right? Because mm -hmm. we have we have like 95% open rate. Mm -hmm. So 900 of them will read it. And then like four or 500 will mm -hmm. actually do the thing you want them to do. Yeah, and this is all within about two minutes. So the response rate is very, very, very quick. 
and it's within two minutes. And that's actually my favorite part is sending out a broadcast and watching the responses pour in. This is specifically really, really helpful if you are picking a new logo or listing picture. It's basically like a PicFu that's free and it is already your customer base. Awesome. Which is amazing. That's so cool. I have struggled so much with email because (laughs) I thought people, all the marketing guys always say email, like your business is only worth your list. Your list is everything, whatever. And I thought, uh, I don't have a list. I don't have an email. Like I went and got a few hundred emails by doing a giveaway with some boring stuff, whatever. And uh, yeah, I have a list of like 700 emails, but the thing is that if I send them messages, they don't care. I don't really know how to craft emails about yeah. talking about my stuff, you know? So I, it's like not very, I don't know. I'm just not good at it. I never really liked it, but Allison's been taking over the mini chat stuff and like, it's so much fun. So I'm really happy you brought up lists. So uh-huh. <laughs> I no longer send out emails from our brand. I just don't do it. It takes a lot of time to craft a really nice looking email. And like we were saying, the open rate is 20% if you're lucky. Okay. So what I like to do is eventually, if we want to eventually sell our business, sell our brand, lists are worth millions of dollars, right? And so if you have email list and a many chat list, that looks very good when you're looking to go sell your business. So what I do on many chat is once I get customers or the audience, you know, into many chat, I then ask them for their email. So and then I actually Zapiered the emails from ManyChat, which Zapier is an awesome app. You should all buy it. I zap the emails from ManyChat to a Google Doc. So I have those emails forever. And okay. those are people. Yeah. That's some like crazy hacker stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, so-, <laughs> so basically, that's super cool. Basically, you send a message mm-hmm. on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Someone, and you say, can you just type in your email? Mm-hmm. And then they do. And then you have a whole bunch of like crazy hacker stuff that just takes that thing, that email, mm-hmm. and just puts it in your email list. Yep. Yeah, that's super cool. So the cool thing is when people start giving you hassle, when they start hassling you about having an email list, do the mini chat thing. It's way better. And say, oh, it's fine. My mini chat list is also my email list. Yes, no problem. But definitely, so, so does everyone type in their email or is it like 90% or like 10% or what? It's about all of them. Basically yeah. all of them. Okay. Yeah. So basic, I have something on mini chat where they have to type in their email before it triggers the rest of the flow. Oh, yeah. Interesting. So cool. um, if they don't type in their email, the flow does not continue and they don't know what's going to happen next. Nice. Okay. So, so why don't you give us, tell us a little bit, well, actually explain what a flow is. Give us an example of like the easiest flow, you know. Okay. So a flow could be a welcome flow. So, Hey, you know, welcome to, for example, Zoncon podcast, Facebook page. How may I help you? Where do you want to go? What do you want to learn next? So there's a flow that we can do that way. So flows can begin from a QR code on our box of our product. And yeah, so Facebook has like a special code thingy. It's like a Mm -hmm. circle. It looks like a, I wish I had an example to show. If you look it up, you'll see it, but it's like a little circle thingy. And Mm -hmm. if you just take a picture of it with your messenger app, it'll automatically click you into messenger mm-hmm. and we use that on our packaging and our insert and it's really cool because yeah. people can go right we know these people bought our stuff and they clicked on our they took a picture of our little qr code and mm-hmm. it 
pops them in. Yeah, and you know, I think it's really important. So a flow is basically just a message you send, you can send to your customers. It has like buttons and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. you can, like, oh yeah, yeah. You can yeah. like go on little. You kind of choose your own path. Yeah. yeah. Path. A path. I like that. Yeah. Choose your own path. That's choose a good one. Choose your own path. And like we were saying with the QR codes that we put on the boxes of our products, usually there's really fun things that the customers can get from those. They can get eBooks or articles or, you know, something relating to your product. So it's really important. I think with ManyChat and a lot of people do not understand this. You can't just keep asking, asking, asking your customers for things. You need to give them stuff too. And I think that's really important as nice. well as making sure they always opt in because mm -hmm. you do not want to spam your customers and your audience base ever. It's really important you never do that. Um, I have a few friends who were using ManyChat and they had thousands of audience members or users that had opted in. But they ended up broadcasting to those users like two to three times a day. And that's just spam at that point. So you really need to be respectful when you use this tool or you what, can actually get in trouble from ManyChat and lose your users. What would be like an example of a good amount of engagement? Good question. Like so once a month or a I, week or a day. Mm -hmm. So the nice thing about broadcast is you can segment your audience. So for example, there are some people who said, yes, I absolutely want to know about new products, you know, sign me up for that. Um, I want to know about new product launches. And so those people, I let them know every time there's a product launch. And of course, they can always unsubscribe. It's really important you put an unsubscribe button because I do not want to let people know about our products if they're not interested in them. But I tend to put out a broadcast probably about twice a month now. Okay. But that's not to the whole audience. That's to a segmented audience. Okay, so like on average, maybe one contact per month. I would say one contact per month. But there's some people who are like VIP, whatever, and they and get a little people, bit more. Yeah, but they've opted in. They've for opted the extra into it. Mm -hmm. okay. They've asked for it, and they okay. can always opt out. So of once it. a month is kind of rule of thumb, I think, at least for us. Mm -hmm. And and also, I think don't be a dick. I think it's kind of yeah, the golden rule, right? That's the thing. Like, you know, I unsubscribe from emails all the time, yeah. and I totally understand when people unsubscribe from our mini chat list and when they press unsubscribe i just say thank you have a beautiful day and they're unsubscribed it's not a big deal it's not like i'm mad at them <laughs> i totally get it but i think many chat is something that is really important especially when you're creating a brand but do not abuse it or it will become oversaturated just like email yep that's good to know yeah so i guess do we have an example with the zoncom podcast that we can send our uh, listeners to listeners yeah to. so we do we have if you go on to zoncon podcasts on facebook and you go and you see our zoncon icon and you just press send message and you just start press get started so first that's send a message get started and the flow should start awesome and you uh, can do it on your like you can actually open up facebook on your computer but you could also on your phone yeah so actually way to mention that so most of the mini chat experiences that people will ever have will be on the phone so that's also really important when you are eventually setting up your mini chat flows is that most people are going to be doing this on their phone. I would say probably 70-30. So 70% 70 see it on their phone. So that interface needs to be perfected versus the computer. Some people might see it on their computer. But. Yeah. So that's one thing that's kind of interesting. When we do marketing and when we build things for customers to interact with online, 
there is this philosophy of mobile first. And mobile first is when you are designing first for the mobile experience that's on your phone. So looking at stuff on your phone. And then from there, expand, how would I take the mobile design and then make it mm -hmm. work for on the computer, on, on a, mm -hmm. like a actual laptop? Mm -hmm. And it's different. That's something that's different that we're, we've just, this is kind of like, we call it a design idea set, mm -hmm. right? What we have been doing for the last 10, 15 years is taking whatever works on a computer and trying to shrink it down to a phone. But now we're I believe, mm -hmm. and a lot of people believe this, when you're marketing, especially to millennials, kind of the, the younger 20, 30 somethings, uh, which is what we target, you want to go with the mobile first design. Yeah, exactly. So when I'm testing out, when I'm previewing my flows on ManyChat or my broadcast on ManyChat, I always make sure to check it on my phone first. And then I might, you know, look through a flow or a broadcast maybe once on my computer. Honestly, not too much, because if it looks good on the phone, it most likely looks pretty good on the computer. And it's well. funny because even on a computer, it pops up as like a little window mm -hmm. that's like basically the size of your phone anyway. Mm -hmm. So even mm -hmm. on a computer, it's already like the size of a phone. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So with ManyChat, what kind of goals are we trying to do? Yeah, so I was talking to my friend Michelle, who's a ManyChat master, and she was saying always make sure before you, you know, create a broadcast or a flow, make sure that you have your goals. And I think in the last month with our broadcasts, our two main goals have been to let people know about our product launches and to gain reviews, but also get a lot of product knowledge. For example, we changed our logo recently and I know what I like, but that does not mean that customers like something different. It actually almost always means that. I always have a, an idea of which one I like first or what graphic, you know, for the listing that I like best. And then the customers completely surprise me. But you know what? I'm not buying my product and the customers are. So kind of keeping them engaged with that and they really like it they it's love fun. it the click-through rates are like probably 50 60 percent when we do opinion polls and they really like to be a part of that and they get really excited when you see that you've used their logo that they pick like i had a few people be like oh my god you picked the logo that i liked you know so it's pretty amazing um it's really fun because like that's one thing it's hard to do is to get product feedback on stuff because mm -hmm. you can see what's selling on Amazon. Mm -hmm. You can use the tools, whatever, right? And you can get inspiration from other sites that you can kind of figure out whatever, right? But to actually have a list of a thousand people or 300 people, whoever it is that you're sending your list to, you're sending this poll to mm -hmm. and ask, these are real customers who really bought our stuff or are really interested in our stuff. And we ask them, what color do you want to see next? What options do you want to see next? What's the next like thing that you're looking for in the same niche. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome getting that kind of feedback. Yeah, it's and a that, killer for product development. Yeah, that guides our product development, especially offering different colors or SKUs have been really helpful with that. But even just almost using it like a free pick foo, I would say. Yeah. And I ask them all the time, like, what graphic do you like best for our Amazon listing? Like I just ask them and they're stoked to ask, you know, to respond. And they really like it. And again, every time I'm surprised, I always have another idea in my head for what looks good, what looks classiest. And I'm always surprised with what they like. So and it's yeah, awesome because when you have an audience that's big enough, like I think we're pushing like 1500 now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're at how many are we adding per day right now? We're adding about 
Last week we were adding about 50 per day. It slowed down a little bit, which just means I need to change the lookalike audience. But yeah, about, I would say on average last month, like 40 a day. 40 a day. A day. And yeah. how much is that costing? Oh my gosh. I got it below like 20 cents per click. 20. Yeah. Okay. That's huge. So an Think audience. About that. Mm -hmm. These are highly engaged people. They're super into our brand. 90% open rate, 30% mm -hmm. engagement rate. And these guys are costing 20 cents per yeah. lead. And I make sure these are lookalike audience from customers who have previously bought our product. So these are lookalike audience, which just means that they look like them. They, you know, may interact the same way on Facebook or they live in the same area. It just, yeah, Facebook kind of decides that. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So comparing that to email, I've heard that $1 leads on email are good. <laughs> and that 25% open rate is good on email. So if you compare this, we're one fifth the cost and we're three times the engagement. So if you compare this to an email list, we're 15 times better <laughs> than mm -hmm. an email list. Yeah, and it's pretty amazing, especially with product launches. We've been able to give discount codes for product launches and our read-through rate is about 90%, which is the normal read rate or open rate. But the click-through rate is usually about 35 to 40%. That means that 35% of our audience is going and using the discount code and purchasing our product, which is huge. Yeah, it's killer. And so you can do all sorts of fun stuff that make sure you understand terms of service because That's a lot of these things are, there can be a lot of things you do that are against terms of service. Mm -hmm. And I'm a, I'm a big boy scout when it comes to terms of service. Really don't, even though Amazon has a hard time like watching what you're doing inside of these apps, I still believe in following terms of service. But these things, there's so many creative things you can do with these, with these coupon codes and rebates and stuff like that. It's really cool and it's killer for product launches. Mm -hmm. But like I said, interacting with customers with a mix of chatbots and human interactions is so beneficial to building a brand. About 5% of our customers are repeat customers and our product is a non-consumable. So that's pretty amazing. And the rate of return, I guess, for you know 20 cents per audience member is pretty huge. Also, I've noticed that once you have a great lookalike audience, you also have a lot less unsubscribes. Oh, so people who are really motivated to kind of stay as, I guess, our audience member. I've gotten a, at the beginning of many chat when I started, I was getting a lot, quite a lot of unsubscribes during broadcast. But now that I'm able to segment our broadcast to ah. specific audiences, I get way less. That's cool. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. So chatbots are the new hotness when it comes to online marketing and Allison's been crushing it with them. Is there a place that we can go to to learn? Or how did you learn about chatbots? Good and question. Where did, how do you become like a pro at it? Yeah, so let's see, nine months ago, I knew nothing about ManyChat uh -huh. and chatbots. And I honestly just did a lot of research online. I went to ManyChat.com. You're able to create an account for ManyChat and it's free. And you can create, I think, like five accounts for Facebook pages on ManyChat. Once you go to pro, it's only $10 a month. And then once you hit a thousand audience members, I believe it goes to $25 a month up to 2,500 users. Nice. So it's very cheap for what we're getting out of it. It's pretty amazing. But yeah, go to manychat.com and then shout out to Dan Ashburn at Northbound Academy. 
I went through his mini chat course and it was the perfect starting point. It basically just helped me look at examples of flows and, you know, step-by-step -step creating your first flow. Obviously, like a couple months down the road, I was ready to make my own flows and kind of personalize them, but that's a perfect starting point. And honestly, just YouTube videos, YouTubing, many chat, there's tons of videos of people just making their own flows. Nice. Um, so those are really, really helpful. And yeah, so... So what's one actual thing that Amazon sellers can do today? Ah, what can you do today? Try out ManyChat. Go to ZonCon Podcast Facebook page. Again, that's ZonCon Podcast Facebook page and send us a message. So you click send message and get the conversation started with a real life chat bot. Now, Allison has a really cool flow on there as an example yeah. of the stuff that we do. And it, is it the product uh, idea one? Yeah, so I, I have two different flows that you can go through. The first one, I believe, is asking customers about graphics for an Amazon listing. And then the next one is, I believe, a product launch. Yeah. Awesome. So I did use, obviously, not our brand. <laughs> so you'll just see a funny looking backpack on there. But yeah, so go check it out today. It's ready to go. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the Zoncom podcast and make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review on iTunes and whatever your broadcaster of choices and check out our. Well, it's Zoncon <laughs> podcast Facebook page. And all you have to do is click send message and then get started. And then you'll be uh, opted into our thing. But we don't spam. So no, we the yeah. only thing we'll <laughs> let you know is if a new episode is coming out. Yes. And you can so. also opt out of that too. Yes, yeah. you can always opt out. It's always <laughs> a good thing to give people the choice to opt out. All right, guys, this has been uh, Amazon Conversation. Thanks. Bye.